0: You are listening to Late Arrivals, the Anaheim Ducks
1: podcast. On the Inside the Rink network of podcasts. Now, here
2: are your hosts. Felix is the hater of uh, Small Business
3: Saturdays. Uh, Hello? 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 Hello?
1: This
3: has been, what, a month? A month and
2: a uh, month and a, a couple
3: a week? weeks a month yeah a week. been uh, like two
2: or three months for me do you guys even remember who i am
3: <laughs> what's up y'all
2: i don't he had to reintroduce himself good I to
0: be back in a while. Oh, my name welcome. is felix, my name is felix Sicard, and i am your new, uh...
2: <laughs> and he <laughs> hates and he hates small business yeah
1: <laughs> why does he hate small business
3: Well, <laughs> oh, with that we welcome you back to late arrivals this is episode 52 feels like like chris said it feels like a year since we've re- recorded but it's been like yeah. a month month and a half maybe
2: <laughs> yeah do we have a famous 52 i was thinking about that just now uh, i have no idea i don't think we have anyone that's born 52 and uh, ducks... quick, anybody in the chat listed ducks played it's 152 i know ryan
1: Gesliff <laughs> was 51 his rookie year
2: yeah it's probably some random like dude from 96 played like two games all right, it's going to bother me. I'm going to look it up. Yeah,
1: I'm looking it up right <laughs> now.
0: Jersey history. Hot start to season two right here.
2: Insider J Money said 52. What am I Googling? Dixie Man,
1: I already forgot what I was Googling.
2: <laughs>
0: Shout out Trevor Zegers. <laughs> Let's see. 52. Three players. Oh, Matt Irwin. Ryan Carter. Oh. Ryan Carter wore 52 before he wore 20. Okay. Here in 2007. And then uh, Peter... Uh, Felix, help me out with this one. Peter Le in 97-98. Wow. It's
1: the Peter Letibillier episode.
0: Yeah. Le-tib-iron. Uh if Jack's listening.
1: Jack uh, probably knows. Oh,
0: we're not. Uh, are we are we within 52 days or is that past already?
1: That's way past.
0: Oh okay, never mind. Next I year, think. Jack, you next year, Jack, use Peter I think
1: we're in the 30s. Yeah, we're
3: in the 30s. All right. Anyway. <laughs> well, hot, hot start as always, but it's good to be back. Yeah. Season's almost here. I mean, we were talking about football before we hopped on, but, you know, it's at that time where hockey is slowly, slowly making its way back into the limelight. All mm-hmm. the podcasts are coming back. Elliot Friedman has come out of hibernation and yep. dropping hot takes and uh, rumors on NHL Network but before we get into any of that um you know if you guys are new here and you haven't listened to us before uh you know we do a weekly ducks podcast here um of varying days and times depending on schedule we like
2: to we like to keep it tuesday wednesday if we can one of those days
3: but if you are returning like we hope most of you are you know it's good to be back and we're glad you stuck around with us you know we had kind of a quiet month off but we did do some fun things we dropped some merch mm-hmm. which uh we did. it's on its way to my house still so i didn't get in time for the episode but hopefully before next episode yeah i'm excited to see it because uh, i was I very nervous to, i was yeah. very nervous to put it up just because I was like shit like printful just that whole experience of like trying to order stuff from them was terrible yeah like it just it looked so bad and i'm happy to see that the shirts look as good as they do just because i know the design's a little funky with some of the colors and stuff yeah yeah if you have bought shirts and stuff already you know it's appreciated we we thank you guys but you know we're we're looking to hit year two here pretty pretty hard another solid year you know Obviously, last year wasn't what we expected from the Ducks, so hopefully a better season to cover and not just weeks of, yay, we're one week closer to this being over. (laughs) Let's not get too ahead of ourselves here. (laughs) I mean, on paper, it should be better.
0: Have we learned learned nothing?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but you know we do have some plans you know I, I teased on uh, on Twitter that when NHL 24 comes out I do want to put an EASHL team together um, yeah so in the next couple weeks I will be kind of refining that down yeah, I want some opinions from you guys uh, because NHL 24 is going to be crossplay, so we can have players from both PlayStation and Xbox so if we want to maybe do you know half and half or an xbox only or a playstation only team and you know kind of coordinate that way like we just want to involve everybody a little bit more um mm-hmm. you know our, our big goal i think this season is to kind of get our discord going a little bit again um but again just we're we're looking towards the future and hopefully another uh another year of ducks hockey that we can cover and you know, bring you guys some news and some laughs every week. It's yeah. kind of the goal here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another, yeah.
0: Season, uh, another season of tomfoolery, another season of debauchery. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's get it going.
2: Yeah. Cause yeah. you know, the, the Ducks, they are, you know, California teams kind of lack a lot of coverage. And I feel like it's getting smaller and smaller by the year. So we try to bring a little different light to it. We're not, we, obviously, you all know us. We're not, we're not 100% professional, but we, we try to bring our own little flavor to it and at least uh, talk about this sometimes very stupid team. But yeah, like Jake was saying, we got a lot of plans for a year or two. I'm excited for the, the you know, NHL 24 stuff. I think that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, make sure you're following us here on, on Twitch. If you want to subscribe, go for it. Um, I'm sure we'll pa- uh, post that stuff on YouTube, I'm guessing. Just like yeah. we do with our episodes, so make sure you're subscribed to uh, the LAP on YouTube and uh, inside the rink over there. Follow us on all of our socials. You know we're on TikTok YouTube is... now. We
3: yeah, have we been mean. on YouTube, my friend. <laughs> We've been on
2: YouTube for a bit. Um, mm, no but sure. yeah, go subscribe to Late Arrivals on YouTube. Inside the Rink. Go check out our TikTok and follow us. We've been gaining some more followers over there, and that's really nice. So, you know, X. It's not Twitter anymore. It's X. Instagram. I'm trying to build up the Instagram base. Go follow us over there. Trying to you Do you call it things. X? That's
3: what it's called now. I don't know.
1: I have refuse to call it X.
3: That's just, okay. Still calling it by its government name. Just calling <laughs> yeah. it Twitter. Yeah. X. <laughs> I'm just going to call it Twix. Twix. <laughs> <laughs> well the good thing is this uh this first episode is going to be very ducks heavy since we've been off for a whole month and a half yeah um because a lot has happened and we will save the lack thereof uh contracts with jb drysdale and Trevor egress for the end of this just so we can kind of brush through everything really fast maybe they'll um, sign by the we time we get, get to a, the end of this we did get a little bit of
0: sprinkling of news regarding that yesterday though but Mm -hmm. uh,
3: and a little more today with something something to discuss yeah but uh you know we had the 30th anniversary schedule announced um they're gonna be wearing the jersey 15 times including opening night which is gonna be pretty sick um yeah yeah oh
0: Oh, oh, really i I didn't see that oh cool i kind of i kind of like that all right i'm still like iffy on the jersey itself
3: it looks good. I, in
0: person. I, gave it like, I think I gave it like a C plus, just the jersey itself. But I need, I, I still need to see it in person. I need to see it with the full, with the full get up. So final, final ranking remains to be seen. But yeah, we'll see.
1: I love the new Center Ice logo. The Center so Ice cool. logo it, it's so, so good, so sick,
0: so sweet. It almost looked fake in the picture they posted. It looked like it was like, <laughs>
1: yeah, it does, huh? Yeah,
0: it was so yeah. weird. I'm like, is that like real? I'm like, is that from a video game? <laughs>
2: They need to keep, I think, going forward. I know they won't, but they should keep the the circle like filled in, like they do with the anniversary center ice design. I like the circle, like the border. If you know yeah,
0: I right. like. I've always liked teams that do circular designs. It just it just looks yeah. more. It looks a lot better. Even the Islanders yeah. just have their huge circular logo. Yeah, yeah. And I always thought that looked really nice. It looked really full. Yeah. Yeah, that's
1: that's what kind and of it bothers has me. Mighty Ducks and Anaheim Ducks on it yeah and it's cool both logos i
0: yeah. wonder if it's gonna look weird like when we're just wearing our normal home uniforms with the green on the center ice logo and then we're skating by in black and white. Yeah. <laughs> cool. but i mean i mean regardless just on its own it looks it looks fantastic so yeah
2: i mean it'll be like the, the 25th anniversary jersey so jersey <laughs>
3: <Where is he? laughs>
2: all those colors on the ice
3: <laughs> just a mishmash of just shit but yeah
2: i like the I, yeah i like the border though i kind of even if it, you know because they're going to go back to the web d at center ice next season or whatever i think they should still have like a, a border like that i don't know i like it but yeah I that like, kind of bothers me about the sabers too is that they're they have a you know their logo is a circle but it doesn't fill the center ice circle like the islanders does it like leaves a little bit of white around and it kind of bugs me i don't know i'm weird
3: i think some of that comes down to like the paintings probably hard because yeah. they do hand paint all of that mm-hmm. um like you have like inlays to do like the creases and stuff but they tend yeah. to paint like the logos on
4: mm-hmm.
3: so i could definitely see buffaloes being a little a little <laughs> more intricate a little harder to do yeah but i mean then you have like vegas who there's this coming season's gonna Jesus. be like the Stanley cup bowl so it's yeah like, yeah you know, I mean, you're gonna you're i gonna
0: thought okay i here. thought opinions on on the vegas Golden knights aside i thought that that center ice design looked pretty badass.
2: Oh, it, it, pretty
0: it does! Cool.
1: So it looks really cool.
0: I thought it was really creative.
1: Did they release something? I missed it.
2: That was like a week ago.
1: Golden Knights center ice.
2: <laughs> it's supposed to look like the the Stanley Cup. Like, like you're looking down
0: into the into bowl, the bowl. The yeah, it's kind of
3: cool. Well, Lou's looking at that picture. You know, the the promotional schedules, uh, the theme nights and stuff tend to be your, your typical, you know, your law enforcement appreciations or pride nights, stuff like that. But they have uh, three legacy nights, which is going to be pretty cool. It's kind of yep. like a past, present, future thing. Um, not so much present, more so just kind of past and future because it's Korea, Solani, and McTavish are the three. Or was it? Is it Korean Solani, or was it, yeah, Korean Needemeyer? no, it's Solani, it's Solani, yeah, again, it feels like months mm-hmm. ago that this was announced, but, um, yeah. I mean it's cool that they're 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 doing new things, they're not just trying to carbon copy like what they did with the twenty fifth um, yeah it'll be interesting though, um you know, you have bobblehead nights for those um fuck I was gonna pull it up. But I mean, the more <laughs> theme nights, the better. Exactly. I don't know. I, I need- feel I feel like we've we've had problems getting people in seats just because of how bad the team is, and you got to just get people in yeah. regardless at this point. Yeah. Oh, let's see I kind of need there. that Paul Correa bobblehead, man. That looks awesome. Yeah, fan appreciation night. They're doing the scratchers again.
2: I like I- how the home opener. Um against the hurricanes. Sunday, October 15th, by the way. If you don't have tickets, go get tickets. 714 Holly 704. boy LAP. Promo code LAP. Wristband, um, T-shirt. Yeah, magnet. they're giving away a lot. Like that's usually they give away the like magnet one thing. schedule. Yeah.
1: It looks like the 25th or the 30th anniversary sweater.
2: Yeah, you get a magnet schedule, a t-shirt, and a light up wristband. That's like usually sounds like they only sounds like
0: they're planning something pretty extravagant for the uh I you think know,
2: they're giving away like light. The
1: roster, that, like light up and shit,
0: and things like that. Sure, they'll have everybody turn them on and
4: and do yeah. all that, you know.
1: Yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah, Ryan, so Ryan's so. a season ticket holder now. Oh yeah, D- Ducks fan Ryan.
2: Oh yeah, I forgot the mouse has season tickets. It's fitting. It's fitting. Love this stuff.
0: Dixie Demilio meet and greet in there. Yeah. <laughs> the the
2: TikTok God, recording I, I, kn- I know
1: too much about her, that I. I, I wish I didn't know. Just a TikTok nice. person.
2: That's yeah. all. That's all it is. Go watch your show on uh, Hulu. That big of a deal? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, I I'd rather not. <laughs> I just don't care who people date. I'm not interested in that. You know.
3: But Lou, how does yeah. how does this affect Trevor Zegers' legacy? We'll never know unless unless you pay attention to this stuff. And
2: it gets more eyes <laughs> yeah, on boy, Zegers. Yeah, boycott that's for TikTok. Sure. Get some more eyes on Zegris, more than there already were in the hockey world. We need ah. to get him in an LAP shirt, so when he's hanging out with Dixie.
1: <laughs> I don't even know what she looks like. That's one thing like, I, I couldn't pick her out of a police lineup. Wow. Well. Yeah. <laughs>
3: anyway. Uh, well, we, we have had some signings and stuff as well. Uh, we'll start with the entry levels. Uh, we had one today, Tristan Leno signed his entry-level contract. Yeah, uh, but really prior good. to that, we had Noah Warren and the golden boy, Leo Carlson, all sign.
2: Um, I did son. find it
3: interesting that uh, Leo Carlson is of the opinion of going back to Sweden to play at some point in the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of hope to kind of do what they did with McTavish, where he plays his NHL games plays a game or two in the AHL and then goes back home. Yeah. yeah. Play another think, developmental year.
0: Yeah. I think, I, I think it's totally fine if Leo Carlson ends up going back to Sweden. I, I, I know I said it on Twitter a couple times. I know we've kind of talked about it amongst ourselves. We've talked about it um, over in the crash, the pond discord, but the, whatever the, the ultimate decision is for where Leo Carlson finishes the 20, the, the 2023, 2024 campaign, whether, He's in Anaheim the entire time, whether he starts in Anaheim and eventually gets sent back to Sweden, he is AHL eligible, whether he's in San Diego, whatever the decision is, that decision should be made solely with Leo Carlson's own development in mind. What I would not want to see happen, and I know we'll get into the Isaac Lundestrom injury here a little bit, um, or here in a little bit, but what I don't want to see happen is Leo Carlson kept in Anaheim if that's really not the best for him solely for the reason that, Oh, well, we're down a center until January. So we need somebody here. That's not, I, I would disagree with that completely. If that is what the logic behind keeping Leo is, if he, if he shows out in camp shows out in preseason and earns a spot on the opening, on the opening night roster. Fantastic. If he plays his nine games and shows that he still belongs in the NHL and we keep him and, and we keep him here in Anaheim for the full season. Fantastic. That's fine, but it should only happen if that is what's best for his development. It's, it's, we're not in a, this team is not good enough. This team is not in a place where we need to start plugging uh, in rookies because we have holes, because we need, um, you know, we need production in certain areas because we're trying to push for a playoff spot. You know, we're not quite there yet. Um, We can take a stride there this year, but, but that is not what should be happening with Leo Carlson. So. Yeah, it should be just whatever is best for his development, whether that's in Anaheim, in Anaheim for a bit, back to Sweden, or immediately back to Sweden, and we see him next year. Whatever, I'm cool with either. But um, yeah, it shouldn't. The decision with Leo should not be made because um, you know we have Isaac Lundstrom out until January, or because Sam Carrick might get hurt in camp, or you know what, whatever may happen, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are those are my thoughts on that.
3: Yeah, I well, agree. The last thing Agreed. you need to do is do something like that and then look desperate just because there's a hole in the lineup because there's easy ways to fill it you know
0: and and you know i know i know we're all we're all of the opinion and a lot of you know the ducks community is kind of of the opinion that that was kind of um you know it was kind of a knock with what happened with jamie drysdale you know i think we all agree that jamie drysdale now granted it was covid the OHL wasn't playing. So he was kind of forced to, but I think in a perfect world, we all agree that Jamie Drysdale should have just gone back to the CHL um, uh, in his, uh, in his draft plus one season, instead of, you know, having to do what he did and, and, you know, playing half in San Diego and then playing half of the season uh, up in Anaheim after y'all called up. And then now he's just been in the NHL forever. Um, well, not, not forever. I mean, I mean, ever since, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, and now that's, you know, potentially caused, you um, Um, some harm to his development you know and then you know he ended up getting hurt and missing you know 95 percent of last season but um yeah yeah i mean i mean at the at the end of the day we just said it you know it's it's it is and especially with a player of leo carlson's caliber um you need to take his his own development in mind he is he is good enough where he's going to be you know unless we'd we'd we do something crazy and we sign some elite freak superstar here in the next couple of years. But you know, he's going to be the center point of this team. He's going to be the central focus of this of this offensive group for for the next 10-15 years. So um you need you need to treat him carefully. And and you know, you can't just you can't use him as like a, a bottom six call-up guy to plug a roster. Yeah. To, to plug a roster spot. He's a rookie. Very, 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 very good, very talented rookie, extremely high ceiling. But um yeah, his own his <laughs> own development needs to be taken into account, first and foremost.
2: Yeah, 100 percent. And, you know, if he does end up back in Sweden at some point, I do hope it's uh easy to watch him. I want to be able to watch some yeah, games.
0: 100 percent. I would love to get a Norbero jersey. I think, cool. <laughs> yeah, they have a nice look.
2: I yeah, they have a nice you know, the look.
0: black and red. And uh, I like, I like, I like their black jersey the best.
2: I think, yeah, I have a soft spot for the black, to, black if and black if and red I to, colors.
0: If I were to pull the trigger on one of these, maybe, maybe one night this year, I get a couple beers and me and I get, and <laughs> I, get, uh, I get a little rattlesnakey. I'll, uh, I'll pull yeah. the yeah. jersey, but well,
2: uh, and the scary. thing is, you know, ESPN plus said that they were going to carry SHL games like last year. It and did? I, yeah, like they had a whole deal and everything. Oh, and I was like all excited. I don't know. Like, I, I don't, I was not able to watch one SHL game last year. So things I don't know what's
0: going on. I used to look up. Why did lie
2: to
1: Chris?
0: We'll figure that out.
1: Yeah.
2: Cause if, if he goes
0: there, I want to be able to watch him. Yeah. I, I, I'd, I'd tune in. I mean, I mean, he's going to, I mean, if he goes back to Robert, he's going to be the number one center there. He's going to be the top player on that team and one of the best players in the SHL. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun to watch Leo no matter, no matter where he starts out and, and no matter where he ends up
3: we'll just have to get in contact with somebody and like live stream their live stream
2: yeah (laughs) we found that guy in in latvia we need to find a swedish yeah well swedish lap guy
0: we'll be violating all of twitch's terms of service (laughs) to bring you guys (laughs)
1: love love, latvia
3: Well, I guess since you mentioned it we can Maybe. just talk about it and get it out of the way first but you know mm-hmm. Isaac Lundstrom uh tours Achilles training uh overseas and will be out till January mm-hmm. so like Connor was saying it does open up room kind of in that bottom 6 center role which can be filled by you know a number of guys I mean more likely you know we'll probably see like a Strom or I, mean, I don't want to see him in the spot but like a Sam Carrick a guy like yeah. that uh that's used to those bottom six minutes um it, it's gonna be weird you know for as much as we we joked and we dogpiled Dallas Eakins of oh he had his old reliable and Derek Grant you know that's not going to be around this season You know, that chip has sailed um and it's going to be interesting just seeing where the the minds are at with Cronin behind the bench, how, you know, even if like McIlveen thinks guys are ready to make the jump up because, you know, the the big the big thing with the two of them was there's going to be a, a direct line of communication of, you know, whatever happens in San Diego is going to be known in Anaheim and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we, we could see someone young come up, you know, maybe in Nathan Gaucher type. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. You know, but in the same vein, like you, you also want his development in mind as well. You don't want to just throw him in and say, "Hey, yeah, you're older than Leo. You know, you're more suited for this because he hasn't had NHL experience. Um, you know, it, it is a a road to tread lightly there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but if the goal again is just to kind of kind of stumble around a little bit this year, you know, learn under a new coach kind of get back on the right page is the bottom six going to be too much of a concern to january probably not you know they'll find a way to slot somebody in um mm-hmm. i mean they have to it's not like yeah. you can just be like oh no we're <laughs> we're gonna run you know 11 7 every night um, oh god right yeah and like
0: and and you know like jake said you know it's the isaac Lundstrom uh injury you know, you know from what we understand his timeline is is um, as of now on, on September 5th is um he's returning uh, after Christmas. So probably, probably sometime after January 1st um, is when we're going to see Lundestrom back on the ice, but it's interesting. So let's, I mean, I mean, let's say, let's just say hypothetically that Leo Carlson is going back to Sweden in this situation, no matter what. So, you know, obviously he's not going to be here playing center uh, again, 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 this is a hypothetical situation with Leo going back to Sweden, but the Lundstrom uh, industry, the Lundstrom injury, mm-hmm. um, creates an interesting hole. You know, Jake brought up Nathan Gauchet. Um, You know, that's that's a guy that I'll be really watching in training camp and preseason. I mean, I mean, you know, he's we've talked about why we like Nathan Gaucher a whole lot. Um, you know, he brings an element to the bottom six that I think a lot of these a lot of the Ducks teams of the past couple of years have lacked. Um, I think he's the kind of player you want in your bottom six when you're trying to compete. Um, I mean, also, also a guy like Bo grew. I mean, I I mean, I would think that it's, if there is an open spot, um, in that bottom six, especially down the middle, um, you know, assuming they're not going to move any guys off the wing to center, um, let's just assume there's an open center spot right there at that four seat position. But, you know, a guy like Bo grew, I would think right now that that's maybe his spot to lose. You know, he's got a couple of NHL games. Um, he was the, he was far and away the best forward, um, on a, on a really struggling San Diego team last year, but he was, he was a lone bright spot on, in a, um, in a pretty dismal, uh, a pretty dismal team performance down South. But um, yeah. So, you know, guys like grew guys like Gautier. I mean, I mean, I mean, this creates a spot for them, you know, for them to really show out in camp and show out in preseason and show what they can do. And, and if they, if either of them can earn a spot on the opening night roster, I mean, I think, I think, I think that's a great sign for both of them.
2: Yeah.
3: It also helps that grew, like you said, has that experience and he's also under contract. So you would want to maximize like getting him some games instead of just like, Hey, we signed you, but
0: sorry, right, exactly. you got to
3: yeah. be a goal again this year.
0: Right. Yeah. Like, like if I had to predict, if a guy were to come up, I would, I would predict it's going to be Bo grew. Um, but again, you know, I think, I think if a guy like Nathan Gaucher shows that he belongs, you know, he's, he's physically mature already. He can, he can handle it against men. We've seen it already. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, you know it's 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 really interesting. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be watching um, that uh, that fourth line center spot really intently. Um, you know, as, assuming there is an open hole there right now. But uh, yeah, you know, early early things to watch in camp. I think I think you know amongst of uh, amongst a plethora of other things to watch in camp. I think I think that's one that I'm really gonna be keen on.
2: Yeah, ducks ducks preseason this year is gonna be really interesting to watch. Mm-hmm, um,
3: there's a lot of spots, a lot of spots. Lot, lot of names, and a few a lot of names. A lot of yeah, names, almost has. even more. A lot of names,
0: and almost even more unknown. You know, we don't. Really yeah. Know what's, I mean, I, I think we can infer just because you know Verbeek's come out and said that that you know he's still going to take his time. Uh, with Olin Zellweger and Pavel Mintukov. Um, you know, I think right now we can maybe assume we're not going to see a ton of them at the NHL level this year, but I mean, I mean, who knows? I mean, I think they're good enough players where if they just come out and absolutely destroy it in camp and destroy it in the preseason, I mean, I mean, they should, they should be able to earn a spot if they've deserved it. So, um, but you know, like we just said, there's just so much unknown, Uh, going into this team new coach new system Um, you know a lot of a lot of the old kind of kind of lingering faces you know your Derek Grants of the world your Kevin Shattenkirk's you know they're not here anymore so it's going to be a very different roster structure um, that we're that we're going to see you know we're you know of course we're still going to have the Egresses the Cam Fowlers the McTavishes, the Troy Terry's obviously but um, yeah it's going to be it's going to be fun to see you know who can who can really step up and, and earn themselves a position cuz you know right now i mean i mean besides leo carlson right now the ducks forward pipeline is not the most stellar so you know i know, I know,
4: couple,
0: I know we have a couple <laughs> bright spots under leo you know guys like you know connor Vidson, um, yeah. guys you know fun kind of project guys like igor Sidorov, um you mm-hmm. know the go that we're excited for that you know we've talked oodles about you know, why, why we like him, but um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, and then, and then, Hey, even guys like, you know, Jacob Perot and, uh, and, and Tracy. Tracy, who have just kind of been who, who there have been <laughs> stumbling and just kind of been there the past two years. And we haven't seen a lot out of them. I mean, they have both each on, only have one NHL game under their belt. So, you know, will, will they take a step forward? You know, will they, will they kind of have a new fire lit under them? So a lot of, a lot of really thing, you know, a lot of, a lot of different storylines to watch out in camp when it comes to the, to the young forward groups. I mean, I mean, obviously Leo Carlson is going to be the number one attraction, but um, the guys beneath him, I think there's a lot of different stories and a lot of different um, a lot of different situations where a couple of those guys could, could, you know, step up and earn a roster spot.
2: Yeah. 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 And like in the chat here um, we were asked, can you talk about why Lundestrom has been given such an important role? Is it Dallas Aikens?
0: Dallas Akins, and I think yeah. I think it's just a miss on well. I don't know. I think it was more the fan the fan base's the the, the general fan base's incorrect perception of him and and I think we can partially blame that on the broadcast. <laughs> because he's yeah. Isaac Lundstrom has talked about I mean I mean we've joked about it all the time you know Jeff Merrick for whatever reason has literally called him like a mini Patrice Bergeron yeah
4: yeah I mean, that, that's
0: not his game at all like he is not, not at Patrice all Bergeron he's not Patrice Bergeron light like no that's not what he is at all so it's this it's this this weird perception that the fan base has kind of had drilled into their heads or like oh he's yeah. Sam Wilson 2.0 like no he's not
2: yeah no and even, then you, yeah, you had Dallas Akins yes. putting him all over the lineup.
0: Yeah, like he's on the second power play unit. Like he's just, yeah, he's just being misused. It's like I'm not, I'm not yeah. trying to talk shit on Lundstrom. I'm not trying to say he's a bad player. I think he's being used in the wrong role. Now it's not exactly. like a Grant where he's just bad, and he's <laughs> yeah. just and like him being in the lineup just kind of makes me upset no matter where he's being. It's just it's the way he's being used, and he's being used yeah. in a way, way, way higher leverage role than I think he he he's suited for so
2: yeah uh, and that was elevated yeah yeah, and with 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 akins and now we have a new coach so we can't you know we'll see how it goes now um of course he's gonna have a little bit of a setback with the new coach you know not being able to get into yeah games Mm -hmm. that matter until the new year but i mean i don't think i don't think he's gonna be i don't think he's gonna have that much of a role with the yeah and i and,
0: and the industry for lundestrom specifically is is difficult and tough because i i believe and correct me if i'm wrong but i I believe he's an rfa next summer i can
4: check out real fast is
0: this is this gonna you know this could potentially really hurt you know what he makes with his next contract if it's with the ducks if 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 you know we decide to not to not to not give him a qualifying offer you know so it's it it sucks on his front because you know he's he's probably losing a little bit of money but Mm -hmm. um yeah, it's also it's also just going to be interesting with it a, with a new a, a a brand new voice behind the bench this year. So when Lundstrom comes in after missing the entire first half of the year, how's he going to be utilized? Is he going to be able to get into the system? You know, whatever Greg Cronin's system is, we'll see here in a couple. Um, you know, in just in just a few short weeks, but. Um yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see kind of how londonstrom is able to come in after after the new year when he's when he's healthy
3: so yeah he is an rfa next year he's arbitration eligible but i think the thing we also have to remember too is he's 23 yeah correct. Right. so yeah, he yeah. is he is still very young but like you guys have touched on like it, it it's just been it's misused a, it's a combination of misuse and not for a lack of oh it's just because we don't have you know like we were talking about earlier, you, it's not a matter of how we got to fill this spot. We have to fill this spot. It's just, they were just kind of throwing darts at the board for the longest time of like, okay, well, he's not doing terrible here. And, you know, he had a great second half when he came back, uh, last season. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, it's just like, you know, in a lost season where, where we're actively rooting for them to lose every week. (laughs) um, You know, it, it, it does get lost, at least in my eyes. Like, okay, yeah, it, it's nice to see him performing well, coming back from injury. But at the same time, like, oh, you know, am I going to sit back and just be like, oh, damn, like, yeah, we lost. But he really impressed me tonight. It's like, ah, okay, whatever. Like, yeah, he yeah. looks good. You know, happy he's back. But, eh, you know, <laughs> cool, whatever. Right, um, right. So I think a little bit of that changes with – New systems, new coaches, and all that, but I wouldn't write him off just yet. You know, I mean, we see what happened with Comtois. Yeah, you know he he was one of those guys that we were all excited for, and Jesus, I, I mean that's that's a whole different can oh, worms that we so... don't even have to get into. Yeah, right? you oh, know, to so to see it's, that uh, it, it's
4: man. it's
0: definitely a bit of a different situation, but but yeah, it's a, it's the same thing of where. You know the injury certainly is going to do him any favors. Having to get get into a new system and have his new head coach familiarize himself with with Isaac. So,
4: uh, yeah.
3: Well, we do have other signings uh to talk about. We had, I wouldn't say some head scratchers, but we had some PTOS. Uh, you know, Scott Harrington signs a PTO, which he's probably just Whatever. depth. Uh, Whatever. It's a
0: PTO. You need you need you need bodies for a training camp and you need bodies for preseason. So, I mean, it's really not, I mean, same thing with Zach Cassian. I mean, really just, it becomes a discussion if they're signed. I mean, I, I I can't, I wouldn't bet on either of them signing, but if they do, I guess then it becomes a bigger conversation. But I mean, I mean, really, really nothing to really,
3: there's nothing to hand wring
0: about. There's already some hand wringing going on with both of their PTOs, but it's fine.
4: We're good. Yeah.
3: Yep. Uh, We, we, also signed a veteran goalie Alex Stalock to a one-year deal. Um, that one got kind of people into tizzy because, of course, you know the the looming conversations of: Well, is Gibson ever going to get traded? Yeah, is Dost already to slot into the number one? You know, are they going to do one A one B with the two of them? Um, honestly, I wouldn't look into it too much. Uh, you know, Staylock. Doesn't Zad- San
1: Diego need goalies?
3: Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, Staylock played on a really bad Chicago team last year. And for his first season back after almost having to retire from, you know, complications of having COVID, um, he still put up some pretty good numbers. So, I mean, he's, I want to say 33 or 34, you know, just a veteran guy to be there. Um, yeah. he still expect got expect some... too much of him. Yeah. He's still got some game.
0: Yeah, I would, I would still lean that Dostal has the edge. I mean, for all intents and purposes, we can assume that John Gibson is still going to be the opening night starting goaltender, but I would still think, I mean, I would still just assume Lucas Dostal has the, has the edge in terms of being uh, being night backup, but I, 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 I would maybe prepare yourself for, for Dostal to start in San Diego just in case, but, um, I, I really don't know if this hampers anything um, in terms of Dostal's development. If he does start the year in San Diego, I mean, I mean, we know goaltenders just take a lot of time. And Dostal, I think he's still 21, if not just turned 22. So mm-hmm. goaltenders take a lot more time. It's okay to have them, you know, marinate a lot. It's a way different position than than you know a forward or a defenseman. Obviously, a forward or a defenseman, obviously, the development path and, the, and 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 the structure of the development is a lot different. So. Um, I don't think it's too cause for concern. I mean, I think you can make the argument that, that you know, that, that Dostal has played enough in the NHL and that he's shown that, you know, that he can handle it and it's time for him to get some more games. But I think, you know, if if they really just want him to kind of sit in San Diego and really just refine some things um, to start the year and then, and then maybe, you know, bring him up and switch him and say lock in the middle of the year or, or whenever they decide, I think, I think that's something that could happen too, but I wouldn't, mm-hmm. Like I said, I would still bet on Dostal being the opening night backup, and Stalock is in San Diego. But
3: mm-hmm. I mean, if Dostal is in San Diego to start, it does spark some competition between him, Clang, and Gauge Alexander down there. Yeah, you know,
0: and it makes kind, it, makes, kind it makes, of it makes San Diego a lot more fun too.
3: <laughs> force yeah. the kids more to kind fun of than get they're already. I mean, I mean, I
0: mean, they're already going to be a really fun team this year with all those with all those studs down there. But um, yeah, it'll be. I mean, that's I mean, I mean, that's another camp storyline to watch is what happens with stall and what happens with Staylock you know, who's who's actually going to win out uh, for that opening night backup position. But, you know, was staylock just some AHL depth? Was he just some injury assurance? You know, we'll we'll find out here pretty shortly.
3: Yeah, uh, we did have a trade uh, kind of out of left field to
2: announce. <laughs>
3: uh, but we got Ilya Labushkin from the Buffalo Sabres and we traded the fourth round pick that we got in the John Klingberg trade uh the trade deadline um probably just more depth again um Very, they, yeah they weird. do feel you know Zellweger or whomever from the young kids that can crack or do crack the opening night roster it's insurance to fall back on um yeah, he's not very stellar uh but he's a body and he might I mean, just be
1: the third pairing defenseman
0: yeah outright. well and I, think, and I think i think a lot of what i saw from you know the initial reaction of the ducks community after the labushkin trade went down was i think i think they were they were worried about the wrong players that that labushkin being on the nhl roster could impact i mean i mean let's let's look at it for what it is he's a he's a right shot defenseman who's going to play on the right side and people were saying that, oh my gosh, is this going to impact Olin Zellweger and Pavel Minchukov? No, because they're left shot defensemen. They they primarily play on the left side. Now, you know, I know I know Zellweger played on the right side a little bit for Team Canada, so you know maybe that's something he's able to do. But you know, I don't think this really affects Minchukov or Zellweger a whole lot, um, or or even Jackson Lacombe. I don't really think that that is going to impact him potentially getting a roster spot. You know, and and. I know we referenced it a little bit earlier. We've heard Pat Verbeek say that he's gonna, t- he, he's still gonna take his time with Zellweger and Mentukov. So it sh- it it shouldn't come as a shock that they are probably they are more than likely going to start the year in San Diego. So let's, yeah. let's let's stop acting like that's still a surprise because it's not because we've literally been told that that's more than likely what's going to happen about two times now. So yeah, if anything. People were arguing for the wrong player. If anything, this maybe impacts Drew Hellison a little bit because he's mm-hmm. playing on the right side. He's a right shot defenseman. So is he gonna is he now gonna have to beat out Ilya Labushkin? Is the plan to have Hellison as the second pair, right shot D-man, and play playing the third pair? You know, we 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 don't know yet. And you know, we're just adding to the list of things to watch in camp. You know, is 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 Hellison gonna start the year back in San Diego too? You know, I I know he finished out last year with the ducks, but um you know, it 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 sounds like Pat Verbeek is really going to make the young kids work to earn their spot, and and I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. I think in, in an ideal world, I, you know, I would have I would have Olenskewiger, Jackson, Lacombe, Andrew Hellison, all on the opening night <laughs> roster. But yeah. um, and I think that's what everybody would want to see, just you know, for their own viewing pleasure. Like, you know, we we want to see these young kids that we've been hyping up on Twitter for the last two or three years actually play in the NHL and get some NHL games. So I get that. But you know, I I, I definitely get that because I want to see it too, you know, for myself. But I don't think it's a bad thing saying, yeah, like look, I know these players have a lot of hype coming with with them, you know, your Zell Luggers, your Mintu cops, but you still need to earn your roster spot. And you still need to show that you belong. And I don't think that's a bad thing to go in when these guys have no, when, you know, guys like Zellweger and Mantukov have no NHL games and guys like Halison and Lacombe have, you know, less than 20 or 30, right? Yeah. But- And, and, you know, Jay money brings up a great point. Injuries are going to happen, you know, so there may be a situation where early on, you know, a guy's out for a month or two. And so one of these dudes needs to get called up and they get an opportunity. So, you know, it's not, it's not necessarily that if a Zellweger, Mantukov, Hellison start in San Diego, that they're not going to be up at any point this year. I don't think that, I think we'll see each of, each of those three or four guys at some point, whether that's for a couple of games, whether they're called up and they earn a spot out for the rest of the year. I don't know. You know, we don't know that yet, but um, it's, it's, I guess the summary of this is that it really shouldn't come to a shock that we're getting some more bodies that aren't, aren't young rookies. I think it was, I think, we, I think people that were assuming that, you know, that the tux opening night defensive group was going to have Olin Zellweger, Pavel Mintukov, Drew Hellison, and Jackson Lacombe as four of the two was yeah. very wishful thinking like that. It yeah. wasn't <laughs> realistic. Like, let's, like, let's be, let's be real with ourselves here, but um yeah, it's it's it shouldn't come to a shock. You know I, know, I know Labushkin's numbers aren't aren't great, but I mean, there isn't a lot that could get a lot worse in our defense group last year. And if <laughs> sheltered third pairing minutes, I mean, yeah. it is what it, if the guys down in San Diego are developing properly and killing it. I mean, fine. You know, yeah. this is not another year where we're needing to push for a playoff spot. You know, we of course want to see improvement and movement in the right direction in terms of structure, in terms of guys taking the proper development routes and. You know, whether those guys are doing it in San Diego or doing it in Anaheim, I think, I think, you know, all we can hope for at this point is that they're taking the right strides.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And for for all you number nerds out there, Labushkin will be wearing Trevor Zegers' rookie number of forty-six.
0: Which means Nathan Gaucher is gonna need a new rookie number. Yes. So that'll be interesting to see what number he gets, but <laughs>
3: off off topic but you know you're saying defense can't get any worse than it was uh the nhl posted the video of uh a highlight of again of guinea malkin yesterday Mm -hmm. and it was against it was the game we played in pittsburgh against the penguins and you know part of me is like why are they posting this video of all videos like you could have posted the one in anaheim where he had that really good game like the goal they (laughs) showed i'm pretty sure like fowler was laying at the front of the crease whoever the other defenseman was was in the net gibson was on his stomach the forwards were like nowhere to be found it's like you picked like the worst possible goal to show and it was like a goal that like hit three people and then went in the net yeah and you know the caption was just like oh you know gino came back with a vengeance or whatever and it's just like it's like the worst fucking one to show yeah (laughs) but you know i'm sitting there and i felt like you know the fucking gif from uh breaking bad at hank when he's having the heart attack like i saw that i'm like oh god why are you doing this to me Why are you making me remember this <laughs> <sighs> Jesus. but yeah it, it definitely it definitely could be worse you know we we lived a whole season of that this year so <sighs> yes we know it can be worse uh <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Well, we're we're getting into the end of the news here. Do you guys want to talk Zegris and Drysdale, or do you want to talk about Troy Terry's new contract? Let's well, talk
0: you missed Terry just because that's happened. And
2: you missed a PTO, didn't you? <laughs> did I? We didn't talk Cassian. Yeah, Connor, we did I mean, a little bit. Connor mentioned there's, it. There's, yeah. There's, yeah. There's, there's really much to say. say. Like it's a PTO. Hey, the PTO. We, the Ducks are getting.
1: With all due respect, this they're trying to get need need much bigger. More than 15 seconds. We'll, talk,
0: we'll dive in depth if he's actually signed. I hope. Yeah,
2: We'll,
0: we'll give that it's, its 15 minutes if it actually happens. Quote-unquote quote earns it, but we'll see.
2: And join Gudis and Labushkin. All they do is hit. <laughs> Nothing else.
3: Hey, the other team can't score if you're putting them through the glass.
2: That's true. That's true.
3: Well, the Ducks and Troy Terry avoided arbitration and Troy Terry signs, signs a seven by seven million dollar contract extension. It was down to the wire, like Lou said. Um, you know, there was a lot of how did it get to this point? How, you know, how disrespectful, how, how could you not reward someone like Troy Terry and then seven by seven is like, oh. Okay.
0: Which cool. was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, uh, uh, Ducks Twitter, uh, alerted me that we were, that we were about to be the first team to ever let a really good player go to arbitration. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that the Duck, that, that was the first time that that was maybe ever going to happen. But no, yeah. like, like it, it, those things take time sometimes, you know, like it, it, it's, it, it, it wasn't anything out of the ordinary, like, you know, sometimes those situations do go to arbitration like Troy Terry didn't even go to arbitration so there's nothing to really even gripe about anymore but you know people you know when that first Elliot Friedman tweet came out about you know where the two sides were on Ducks were at about four and a half I think and Troy Terry wanted eight there was a lot of how could you lowball Terry and say he he he's only worth four and a half million like no that, that is what arbitration is yeah, <laughs> the player is always going to shoot for the absolute highest number, and the team is always going to shoot for the lowest number in hopes of arbitration, meaning somewhere in the middle. Both sides know that. Troy Terry knows that the Ducks don't actually think he's worth four and a half million. I mean, clearly, because we've seen the seven by seven contract in front of our faces right now.
4: Mm-hmm. But that was always
0: stupid. I thought that was just dumb. Um, but yeah, it, like it, 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 it ha- that stuff. Take it takes time. It's a contract negotiation you know it's not like in nhl you know in ea nhl when you're playing gm mode and you're just like spamming <laughs> offers and then for two minutes and then these finally like oh accept it like it's not no these things take time there's so many different variables and professional contracts that teams want to work out you know different clauses whatever it may be but
2: yeah these are real people
0: we got it done and troy terry is <laughs> a duck for the next seven years at seven million and i think everybody's pretty happy with that
3: yeah yeah he gets to you swim know, yeah. with his son in a pool camp fowler and yeah. This kid, you know, he's living yeah. life.
0: We're lo- we've locked up one of our star forwards, and um, you know, that's that's what we wanted at the end of the day, and it's for a really long time. I think it'll take him into his 33 year 33 or 33 age season, but I think so, yeah, 33, something 34, like something like that. And I, you know, I think I think I think that's a that's a good number for Troy Terry. He's going to be a huge key to the he's going to be a huge part of this team for the next five plus years. He's going to be a huge part of this team whenever it is that we start contending. So, all. I'm all good, all good. I was
2: surprised he got seven, seven years. I don't know why. I
0: I, I, I thought he was going to get five or six. So I'm not. I I'm thought not,
2: five. Yeah, I'm I was honestly he, seven. Yeah. Just
0: because you know he, I mean, I, I mean, he's like 26. So I guess I didn't. I wasn't sure if we were going to go above five or six. But I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, we went one year. We went one year above. Troy Terry probably wanted that security. I'll never blame a player for wanting security. Yep. He got it. So yeah, it's all good.
3: Like you said, there like what chris said uh they're real people um they have lives they have livelihoods they have families um
2: yeah. you know,
3: yes they get to play hockey for a living and that is their livelihood um but i mean you, you have to do what's right at the end of the day for your family Yeah, you're not gonna mm-hmm. i mean for all the talk of oh you know guys take team-friendly deals like yeah that's true you know sometimes guys see Oh, hey, if I take a little less money so my teammate can sign next season or at the same time and we get a shot at the cup, like, yeah, I'll do that. But at the end of the day, like, there's a reason ar- the arbitrations exist. There's a reason why contracts take as long as they do. Like, it has to, you have to do it right. Like, it, it isn't just, hey, sign this. We want you on our team. Like, there are legalities to it. There are things you have to be within the rules to do. You know, there's reasons we don't get 13 year contracts and giant <laughs> deals like that anymore. Yeah, um, we did that one time
0: <laughs> with Ilya Kovalchuk, but yeah, that, that one broke time all sorts of rules.
2: <laughs> I just instantly think of Rick Pietro. Yeah, that was, one's uh, nice.
3: still getting paid for still for another paid. like yeah, exactly. 10 years.
2: Yeah,
1: Bobby Mania is still getting paid. Bobby Mania, yeah.
3: But like you know, it it it. it I, I think a lot of it too, like you you're saying you were surprised, Chris. I think part of that also just came from all of just the chaos of that, oh, they're lowballing him. They don't want him around, you know. They yeah. just they're trying to get, you know, down the road a little bit more. And I I mean I guess this this can kind of transition into talking about Ziegris and Drysdale because it's kind of what Friedman has touched on in, in that situation. Um, but you know, like we're I've said it a few times, especially when we were getting to like the later episodes of the season um we're never gonna know what goes on in negotiations like that because that stuff never really becomes public unless it's a really ugly situation yeah you know it's 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 never it's never to the fault of the player just because they're always gonna ask for the most to maximize their time and effort because again this is their livelihood like did we expect eight million for Troy Terry? No, you know, yeah the the four looks bad from our side, but again, you you have to meet in the middle. That's kind of the point of the arbitration. But yeah, <laughs> I think I think part of it, you know, not not to sit back and be like, oh, you know, you guys are just being dramatic. Um, I think part of that just comes from the last couple of years have just been very rough, and everybody's kind of on edge of like the corner hasn't been turned just yet and seeing guys like that, that you want as your keystones of the team, you know, taking a little bit longer to sign or not signing right away. You know, it it does, it does frustrate you, you know, like the, the fact that Zegers and Drysdale are getting this close to camp and they're still not signed is it sucks because obviously you'd think like those guys would be priority, but at the same time, like they have, what this is McTavish's last year on his entry level,
4: yeah. So is it? Yep. You
3: have you know McTavish one more year on his entry. Uh, level. Actually, no, I
0: might, no, I think he might have one more after this. But I mean, I mean, regardless, it's one or two more years. Yeah.
3: So you have younger guys coming up, and especially with the Fluria guys that signed their their three years this off season. You know, you have some time down the road that's a real thing you have to worry about. You know you don't just live year to year in the NHL. You know, look at the Canucks. they're They're always the example of you know Jim Benning never was thinking ahead of just, oh hell, yeah, let's let's throw eight years at this guy or trade for this guy who has five or six years remaining. like when you when you're flippantly just kind of doing shit like that, like you're setting yourself up for failure because you're always gonna have to bring in young talent at some point. You're never gonna have a team full of veterans, you know every year. Um, It's just not realistic. And especially in today's sporting world and, you know, hockey specifically, like the fact that young talent does tend to overshadow some of those old guys, you know, there's reasons why we see guys like, you know, still free agents right now, like if I I have cap friendly up, if you go to unrestricted, you know, you have your top 10 are Patrick Kane, you know, Taze is going to step away from for a year. Josh yeah. Bailey, uh Tatar. Uh they have Clefbaum and Gardner. I didn't know Clefbaum was gonna try and play again. I thought Jake Gardner was done. You have uh Poyarvey, uh Ducks legend, John Moore, <laughs> uh Richie, Ethan Bear, and you go down the list and it's like all these older guys that it's just like they're being phased out. It yeah. happens every every season, it happens you know, all, all the time. Like it, it's just a, a fact of life when it comes to sports like this. And I think a lot of that frustration this off season has just been, well, come on, you gotta, you gotta get the, you gotta get the kids. You gotta get the kids. Like you gotta lock them up. You gotta lock them up. And it's like, the shit takes time. Just be patient. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But.
2: And I would like to see, uh, you know, speaking of UFAs, Phil Kessel.
3: He said he would break his Iron Man streak to he play sure for would. somebody.
2: Yeah. I wonder if he's uh I wonder if he can quack. I wonder if he's I wonder if he's a a duck, like a beach guy, you know? Imagine him in like a, a wetsuit.
3: <laughs> he feels like a Florida man to me. I will, <laughs> I will not be doing that. Florida.
2: I will not be doing that. Florida. Yeah, I can I guess I can see that. Florida man Phil. Yeah.
3: We'll go to Tampa Bay and score like twenty goals, making yeah. like eight hundred k. Okay, let's uh let's finish this off. Ducks, ducks, wise talking about Zegers and Drysdale. So the word on the street, according to Elliot Friedman, is it sounds more like the Ducks and Trevor are leaning more towards a bridge deal or some yep. sort of shorter term deal to get him to a bigger deal down the line, which. I mean, the cap's going to go up, so get that yeah,
2: back, exactly. King. Like it, right? Is it mm.
0: ideal? Is it what we want to hear? No. Is it the end of the world? Does it mean Trevor Zegers is out of Anaheim and he's going to get traded? No.
4: No. Like no.
0: <laughs> Odds are, what is happening here is Trevor Zegers and his camp probably are wanting to. You know, they're probably wanting to. Trevor Zegers probably wants to bet on himself. He probably knows the cap's going up, like Jake said, and you know he knows that if he takes a a you know, the standard, you know, seven by four, eight by one, you know, whatever his deal would be, you know, coming out of his RFA contract would, you know, would he would eventually lose money in the end, if if, if he continues his progression, and he shows that he's worth more than that, you know, he, he is then essentially losing money that he could have gotten in the long run. So, do we want Trevor Zegers locked up for eight years? Of course we do. We all do. I think every Ducks fan wants that. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, it's not necessarily the end of the world. You know, if cap goes up ten million, we may just be paying him a little bit more in two or three years when we do when his when whatever contract he signs in a couple of weeks is up, and and we're doing this again. But yeah, um, I mean, it's 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 fine I don't think there's anything to be up in arms about or be totally worried about I don't think that this is a oh what is Pat Verbeek doing thing I mean I mean I, I mean Pat Verbeek could be the one that is pushing for a seven or eight year contract and it could be Trevor Zegers and his camp that are like well we prefer a bridge deal because we know the cap's going up like, like yep. Verbeek can't force him to do anything so I don't think it's a what yeah. is Pat Verbeek doing type deal but two sides have to agree <laughs> right yeah and and we don't what is going on in that in those negotiations of course we're just kind of spitballing here and and taking yeah. an educated guess but um yeah you know i mean i mean he, he's gonna get signed i mean it may take a little bit of training camp it may take into a little bit of preseason but i mean hey it's it's the ducks aren't gonna let travers egress go unsigned
2: no and I, th- no. I think it'll be better a bridge deal now i think it'd be better for both sides in the long run
0: it could be yeah It very well could be, could, you know, you get a happier Trevor's egress, you know, that's something that's positive. You don't want him, you know, hoeing and humming about what he potentially could have gotten. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. I mean, I feel like we maybe kind of knew in the back of our heads that this is always a possibility, but and now it's just coming to the forefront. But,
2: and it's, it's uh, weird because his contract, this whole situation, like I tweeted it out. It just reminds me so much of Austin Matthews.
1: Um, Yeah, he did the same thing.
2: yeah. Yeah
0: like it's not unheard of this happens all the time same thing with the troy terry arbitration thing like this happens all the time like we're not the first time that a situation like this has occurred with a with a young star player so nothing nothing to worry about no reason to be clenching fists or or holding our breath here but um yeah it'll get it'll get worked out
3: and anything between the two i mean maybe jamie being unsigned is a little bit of a shocker just because it's like that that was an
0: easy one to do you know we've kind of anticipated that jamie is probably getting the bridge deal because he missed all of last year with an injury but yeah um yeah yeah
3: but so is life you know the 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 sun will rise tomorrow and everything will be okay um you know it
1: hasn't risen here all week i'll tell you that
3: i mean it's overcast it's good to see that Friedman's at least kind of getting little tidbits of information um I mean granted being everyone kind of taking a break in in August kind of keeps everyone in the dark a little bit but knowing that everybody in
0: limbo you know no,
3: kn- knowing that Friedman has a little insight on the situation kind of always puts me at ease just because he's he's one of the voices I trust the most just oh, because yeah. he tends to have more concrete information yeah you know it's it's not just you know i i, I heard through the security guards walkie talkie at you know, yeah. the concert <laughs> i was at that you know
2: yeah he's yeah. one of the best for sure yeah. he no, given anyone- no,
0: no insider or reporter is going to bat a thousand it's 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 foolish to think that and to expect that but um you know we can trust friedman and we at least know that there's some movement going on. Um, I'd have a lot more pause if we had heard that talks had stalled, or if we would have heard that there's really nothing going on right now. But that's yeah. what we're hearing. Yeah. It's uh, from what we can infer from Freeman. It sounds like we're working towards a bridge deal. But um, so, so hopefully that's figured out in the next in the next two or three weeks, and we can get going with Trevor's ears at camp on the first day. But you know, it may it may take a little bit more time. So so you know, maybe prepare yourselves for that.
2: But um, it'll be all right. Yep, and uh, two really quick things before we move on. Um, Ducks preseason starts September twenty fourth um, against the Kings. Are you guys going to any preseason games? I am
0: on like a game time decision. Yeah, <laughs> for pretty uh, much everything this year, just with
2: everything going on in my life right now. But I think I'm really gonna push for the Sunday October first game. Against the Coyotes, it's considered a Coyotes home game, but it's in Palm Springs.
0: Okay, yeah, that'd be that'd be fun to go see. So if uh, you guys, that's like a halfway point for you. You don't have to drive all the way. Yeah, it's
2: nice. Yeah, Yeah.
0: nice.
1: I'm going to all of them besides that one and the one in San Diego. San Diego,
3: yeah. Okay. I don't want to go to San Diego. Diego Game would be fun to to go see. I'm not Mm -hmm.
1: going all the way to San Diego for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll do it. If I got a day off or a night off, I'll I'll cruise up, but. You know,
3: not gonna lose sleep over not going to preseason.
2: Yeah, as as you always should. <laughs> and the uh the last thing, plum versus eggplant.
3: It's eggplant. It's, it's eggplant.
0: <laughs> I mean, they're they're playing into it. I get it. Yeah, yeah they're they're
1: yeah. they're playing into it
0: now. I, but... I mean, I gotta be honest. I I don't give a shit. not yeah, me neither. It's the same color, so <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's not like they yeah. changed the actual shade. But I mean, it's
2: yeah, it's just so funny how I it bothers care. so many people. Like, <laughs> you just put one word in a sentence, I like, plum, and people just explode. I I couldn't give a rat's ass. So I don't care. <laughs> this franchise is embarrassing. they're <laughs>
3: <laughs> not saying eggplant? Oh, Jesus. You want to read our ads, Chris? Take us home, Crit. Did you call me Crit?
2: No,
0: I paused because I said take Chris. us home. Oh, we're not done yet.
3: That's oh. <laughs> <laughs> not
2: what I meant. Take us home, take us, Crit. Take us into break. Commercial <laughs> break. All right. So you all know that uh, with us here at the LAP and Inside the Rink, we have a nice little deal. Well, a nice little uh, partnership with ESPN+. Plus. Um, if you'd like to continue to support us here at the Late Arrivals podcast, our network Inside the Rink has an affiliate link for you to sign up for ESPN+. Plus. Um, you have to visit InsideTheRink.com slash ESPN. Sign up today. Sign up. Uh, signing up with this link not only helps us, but also our network with hockey season just about here. Um, it's time to get ESPN+, Plus if you don't have it yet. Um, They got all of it. I'm hoping that they have the new women's league that's starting up. We'll talk about that briefly um, a little bit later, but um, I am hoping that they cover that, but uh, ESPN plus has been great. They have all the sports you can think of pretty much, Um, but yeah, so go sign up um and our wonderful friends at 714 tickets um we've been partnered with them for a while and uh i don't see it ever stopping unless they want to because we love them and we could uh shout them out all day so um next night at the angels game friday night next friday right this friday i'll be there oh this friday yeah i forgot yeah. what
1: day it was not, I don't know how long I'll be staying. I'm not entertaining
0: really anything Angels related.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't know how long I'm going to be saying, but. Yeah.
2: but I'll be there um,
1: for the Ducks players to throw out the first pitch and
2: whatever they do. Yeah, whoever shows up, whatever Ducks players show up. Um, but yeah, go to 714tickets.com. It literally does not matter where you live in the United States. Uh, you can get tickets just about anywhere to anything um, use our code at checkout LAP for 10% off your order. That's lap. That's lap LAP 10% off your order. 5% towards future purchases. Like Lou said ducks night at the angels game on Friday, you get a
3: Mike trout hockey Jersey, by the way.
4: Mm.
2: But yeah. Shout he out to someone will not
3: be in the game, but he will not be know. playing,
2: but you can wear his hockey Jersey that he never wore. All right. But yeah, I mean, it's, you know, fun little things. Angels trying to, you know, hopefully they have a little fun with it. I know their season's down in the, the gutter here, but. Stop talking do. about it, Chris. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. 714 LAP. Please,
1: Joe, Lego like up by the team.
2: <laughs> also, um, people just getting into hockey. Maybe your hockey season is starting up again. You know, you got kids. If you got kids, go to shifthockey.com. Shift hockey sticks. Go get a stick. Get some new gloves, maybe a helmet. Do they have helmets? Um, anyway, go to the I site. Buy a bunch of stuff. You mind?
0: Um, use cool, our- uh, They have a cool cream colored uh, beanie that I bought. It's just, it's just, oh, been you- which yeah. I it's just, it's just been too hot to wear it. I haven't worn
2: yeah, it. I, uh, yeah, exactly. Sounds yeah, no, cool. Yeah. They have nice beanies. They have beautiful hoodies. Go get a new hockey stick. Cheaper than most. Go check out their site. Just get lost in their site a little bit. It's very nice. Use code LAP10 for 10 percent off your order. Go give our boys over at Shift Hockey some love because they got some cool stuff.
1: Yeah, they got a bunch of cream stuff.
2: And we've been through this last couple episodes. It's been a while, but Lou loves cream. Yeah. So okay. go buy some. Go buy some cream stuff. Who doesn't in honor cream? of Lou? LAP10 at checkout. Yeah, LAP10 lap 10 maybe uh if you get anything with our code tag us on social media um if you get a cream colored specifically tag lou and show him your your creamy drip
4: just tag you Lou could, and just random you could,
2: stuff on it don't ever say creamy drip again <laughs>
1: yeah yeah and you're you, sum, tag, you can tag summon, the pod account you're gonna you don't summon, have to tag me
0: you're gonna summon logan paul's fiance
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: jesus christ <laughs> Anyway, let's transition to Eric Carlson here. <laughs> well, by the by, the
1: way, by
0: the way, by yeah, the Logan way, uh, Logan Paul's How about that Eric Carlson trade? By,
3: by the way, real quick, real quick. Uh, rest in peace, Jimmy Buffett.
0: Yep. R.I.P.
3: All right. This R. this episode will have a uh, Jimmy Buffett inspired yep. title. We have agreed. I think yep. it's
0: going to be uh, it's lap o'clock somewhere, right? Jesus.
3: Real
1: quick, favorite Jimmy Buffett song.
0: Fins. Oh, uh, fins or uh, boat drinks
3: yeah about you it's a good song
1: Mine, probably the the one knee deep with the zach
2: brown band that's a good one
3: yeah yeah i yeah. honestly like, uh, can name one jimmy buffett song and it's margaritaville so you know i'm in
2: this i'm in the same boat on our way to margaritaville and i just can't get over the fact that we were talking about cream and then go right into someone passing away but anyway
1: yeah we did Eric i Carlson. did time that oddly <laughs> my, my bad jimmy
0: the cream, <laughs> Nina Agdahl, Jimmy Buffett dying, Eric Carlson trade segue. Craziness. Hey,
2: <laughs> Eric Carlson.
3: We've, uh, we haven't shied away from talking about death in, in very Not probably the disrespectful ways, but hey, you know, it's, it's the true. lap experience.
2: Pretty tame. <laughs> what can you do, really?
3: Uh, the impossible happened, but Eric Carlson is no longer a shark. Traded in a three-team deal. That frankly, at this point, there are too many names on this cat friendly. Uh yeah.
0: It was a big one. That was a big one.
3: I mean, the big thing is the Mike Hoffman as a shark meme is official, <laughs> and those those guys uh that had the banner when he got traded all the way back in 2018. No, like that. that was uh shit yeah I think it was the the 2018 trade um you know that has oh no no it, he was part of the the Matt Duchesne deal not the original Carlson trade um but you know Mike Hoffman's actually a shark now so shout out the guys with the Mike Hoffman retirement banner <laughs> yeah but uh you know Dubis Dubas took a swing and got Carlson which is pretty cool I mean yeah penguins are going for it might as well with yeah the old they're man squad last, but...
0: they're on their last little leg here so i mean you know yeah i don't blame them but they're kind of they're kind of like the bruins where the future is not yeah. not very not bright. bright but i mean i mean i don't i don't i don't blame them you know you can still make a little bit of a push so i mean your future's not bright so so go for it you know i get it he had 100 you.
3: points this year like yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> maximize yeah. what you have with fit and Gino. I mean, I'm pretty Man. sure
0: the Penguins have now recreated my entire NHL 14 hockey, u- hockey, ultimate team roster. I know, right. <laughs> hockey, Malkin and Carlson, but
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm interested to see what Kyle Dubas does with Pittsburgh, just because, you know, we heard all the rumblings that he couldn't get a lot done in Toronto because a lot of his stuff, um, you know, Shanahan, they didn't see eye to eye. So. Be interesting uh, to see what he can do with the Penguins. And maybe if things go south pretty quick, you know, maybe he can start flipping some stuff and start, you know, getting some picks to start building for the future because we'll get
0: the yearly, we'll, we'll get the annual Ducks Penguins trade, whatever that's going to be. So, yeah,
2: we finally
3: get my coffee.
1: <laughs> no, my coffee went to San Jose. Never mind.
3: We're finally gonna get Crosby. We'll get Jeff Carter in a cap dump for like a sixth round pick. Well, I mean, I mean, Labushkin
0: has one more year left. I mean, he could, you know, he could be the John Klingberg of last. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying he's John Klingberg, but I'm saying he
3: might get that return. Yeah, those aren't big skates to fill, Connor. I don't know if that was the analogy to go with. (laughs) Cleanbird actually has some. Uh, this may sound weird, but he has some small, like normal people feet for a, t- a tall guy. Someone <laughs> bought his feet. Someone bought his skates uh, from the gear sale at the end of the year, and I sharpened them. And oh, he wears okay. like a normal, like size nine skate, which oh. like I wear a size nine. He's like a foot taller than me. So what
1: team did he sign with? I forget. Toronto. He's
3: a Maple Leaf. Oh. Yeah, he- Toronto. I didn't, but- had, uh, I didn't know we had.
0: Uh, I didn't know we had I must have missed. Uh, John Klingberg's feet on the episode notes, but
2: <laughs> show feet.
3: And say the the Leafs saw uh, premium subscribers. They saw Klingberg <laughs> and Benoit together, and we're like, "Fuck yeah, we need that." <laughs> but hey, their problem, uh, not ours.
2: I ob- oh man, I love watching the Leafs as an outsider. It's like the best. It's the best. I love it. Mm. So great. Mm.
3: Well, the other, uh, there really wasn't much that we missed uh, outside of your general PTOS and young young kids signing uh, with other teams, uh, but just kind of out of nowhere, Austin Matthews teased his own uh, contract extension, <laughs> and then you know it was announced. Yeah, uh, no,
1: nobody picked up on he it.
0: He broke he broke his own contract. Yeah, <laughs> and
1: you Which, would hey, think it's... because he's in Toronto, like all the Toronto media would have picked up on it like right away. Yeah,
0: that was that was an interesting one, but it came out with the excited to be a leaf and then it didn't yeah. like fifteen minutes later. But.
2: I know. I lo- I love that though. That's great.
3: But he yeah. signs a four year thirteen point two five million dollar extension, which holy fucking money batman yeah. just Arizona boy making, I mean, I making a bag here.
0: I mean, I don't blame him. He's He's what, like 25, 26 now, signs for four years. I mean, it'll take him into his, you know, his age 29 or age 30 season. And, you know, he he has four more years to try to win a cup in Toronto. And I don't blame him one bit for wanting to give himself the option of when he hits 30. And we know he'll still be pot. He'll still be plenty good at 30. He'll still probably be potting fucking 50, 60 goals a year. And he, <laughs> and hasn't,
1: in want Arizona, in
0: in he hasn't won a cup in Toronto in four years. You know, he's getting himself the fuck out of there. So, yeah.
1: Arizona I don't know. might be good in, in the four I mean, years too.
0: I mean, I like that he's kind of he's kind of indirectly shown the maple leafs like you guys have this amount of time to try to win with me or else I'm out. Yeah,
2: so. yeah. Hopefully by then the coyote's new arena will be built and they can open it with Austin Matthews walking. They
1: in. It might be pretty good in four years.
2: Austin Matthews can can cut the ribbon to the <laughs> brand brand new arena. Be fun. That'd be fun.
3: That uh the video from PHNX was was incredible. Oh my god! The guy was, running, the guy running around the the PD? dump with yeah, that 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 video was great, great. I f- yeah, feel bad for to... the the eye patch guy though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just, just caught astray. <laughs> By the way, the another colder one. race this year he is going to be really good. Man. Sorry, Lou. What would you say?
1: I said I think the colder race this year is going to be pretty good. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's Connor Bedard to lose, but. <laughs> Adam Fintaley uh, yeah. Logan Cooley,
3: yeah, a lot of youngins.
2: But yeah, shout out to PHNX Coyotes. That was great. Um, PD's really good with that stuff. Um, if you don't watch any of their stuff or listen, go give them a go. Check them out. PD's got some good stuff. Uh, especially one episode, he had a song. He played like guitar live
3: and had, like a weird song. It was I don't know.
2: They got some good content
3: over there. <laughs> they have some fun. Um, well, we did have some retirements of note. Um, yes, you know Bergeron and Krejci being the two big ones in Boston, kind of leaving leaving the agree. Bruins a a captainless, uh, veteranless ship outside of uh, Brad Marchand, um, Jonathan Bernier, Ducks legend. <laughs> uh, I like how our little slivers. I don't know if they did it on purpose, but like our slivers in his retirement picture were like. A corner of his mask Mm and like a tiny bit of the jersey is like, oh, maybe he wants to forget the time he was here too. I don't blame him, (laughs) right?
2: I don't think I'll I'm not gonna forgive that playoff performance from him. Yeah, yeah,
1: we remember that, but he was actually a good backup with Mm -hmm. the ducks.
2: He was
3: decent.
1: Like that stretch run he had when Gibby was out, he Mm -hmm. did pretty pretty good.
3: Uh playoff
2: series is
1: hurt.
3: Jonas Donskoy also retired uh, unfortunately due to concussion issues yeah. which is always kind of kind of shitty sucks, to see man. but it, it's nice that he's prioritizing his health and mm-hmm. kind of taking the steps to just not push it and yeah. you know want to be there for his family and stuff and not have to live a life of shitty brain damage like that um and then Carl Hagelin also retired because of his uh, eye injury which again you know another kind of freak thing but Yeah, I
2: hate to see that stuff. That's that's that happened in
1: practice, huh?
3: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that sucks. But you know, finished a. Oh, I shouldn't say he finished a cup champion, but two cups isn't anything to. Pretty good. Yeah. To to scoff at for a guy that uh was kind of a meme for just being fast for a lot of years. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, we we mourn Ducks legend Carl Carl Haglin and Jonathan Bernier retiring.
2: Yeah, I hope they have a great retirement.
3: It sucks that I had to end that way, but as long as they're
2: uh, you know, healthy and they can enjoy their retirement with their family, that's all that really matters. Yep.
3: Well, I will let you take the lead on this one, Chris, because you've been yeah. itching to talk about this. But, I'll try uh... to
2: I'll try to go quick. I'll try to hit some of the main points here, but everyone knows by now that the PHF is dead, the uh, PWHPA pretty much bought the uh PHF um it wasn't a merger it was a straight buyout um all the PHF players contracts were voided all the teams were killed but um news has come out that the new league is going to be called the PWHL the professional women's hockey league um they're going to have 6 teams and the 6 teams were announced they're going to be in Toronto Montreal Ottawa um, Minnesota, Boston, and New York. So that's pretty cool. I was, I was a little upset that Buffalo was, was left out, but hopefully, uh, whenever they, they do their first round of expansion, um, Buffalo's top priority, I can see them in Pittsburgh for sure. But, uh, free agency started on September 1st, um, to the deadline to declare for their draft was the third, um, um, Free agency, the initial free agency period ends on September tenth. Um, let's
3: see.
1: <clears throat>
3: I know Where'd Hillary Nyko. I, I don't Boston, think she's Boston. Fish- uh, is that official? I think I saw Puck Empire say she went to the okay. the Boston team.
2: Yeah, I know some.
3: Every all
2: six teams can sign up to three players, um, before the draft, uh, which is on the eighteenth of September, I believe, but um it looks like there's going to be no PHF team names in this new league. So the Boston team will not be the pride. The New York team won't be the Riveters or whatever. Um,
0: Are they really just like Ottawa and, and Boston and like
2: for now, I think they're going to, they're going to announce team names at some point within the next few months because this league is not going to start until January sometime. Mm-hmm. So they got some time. Uh, but, they uh the NHL is going to have no involvement in the branding of the PW PWHL original 6 franchises um their first season like i said is going to start in january some point um and they're going to have 24 games but that's only for this season um starting in season 2 and seasons beyond they're going to have 32 games and they're going to be starting in november so That'll be nice to kind of start around the same time as, you know, a month later than the NHL. But what I've seen is that Sarah Nurse, I see her name coming up to be one of the three signings for the Toronto team. But, yeah, that's
1: that's
2: pretty cool. that's, that's, that's pretty much it. Right. That's pretty much the rundown. Six teams. Is, um, but, yeah, um, I had a few. I wanted to name some players. Some people to follow for this thing. Um, if you're really if you are interested and you want to follow, go follow the at the PWHL. Official. What are the cities?
1: <laughs> did you already say? I did, yeah.
2: Oh, um, I'll, I'll, ta- I'll, let you, I'll let you know really quick. <laughs> really quick. Um I'm sorry. Boston, Boston, New York, Minnesota. I know the city. It's probably I think it's St. Paul, Minnesota. And then uh Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal. But um,
1: Shout out, Minnesota.
2: If you do really care uh, about the league and stuff, go follow. They're on Instagram. They're on Twitter. They're on TikTok. Their at is at the PWHL official. Um, If you want to follow some people in the game that that, uh, talk about the league, go follow the Ice Garden on Twitter. They're a great follow. Um, The Victory Press is a great one. Uh, Black Rosie Media is a great one. Mike Murphy is a great follow. I will also say the hockey news. They also have a, uh, the hockey news women that you can follow. Um, and Takarski is a great follow. Jeff Merrick has been all over this. Uh, Greg Wyshynski as well. Um, I want to say, let's see. I feel so bad. I'm blanking on this name. But yeah, go follow the hockey news as well. Like I said, they have a. They've been uh, covering it pretty well. Um, Ian Kennedy, that's what I'm thinking. Ian Kennedy's been covering it a lot. Um, But yeah, all great follows. There's plenty of outlets if you want to keep tabs on the league. And uh, I want to pick a team, but I am waiting for uh, the brands to come out. Logos, names, all that stuff. But I'm kind of leaning towards, I see Kate in here saying Minnesota. I'm kind of leaning towards New York to start. But we'll see we'll see what the teams look like and what kind of names we get i'm
1: just picking the team closest to california Support your go local Mi- go minnesota
2: support your
0: local support yep. local, support
1: local.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i'm excited i'm excited to see how it goes and uh you know like i said we got a got a few months probably a few weeks before a lot of stuff is released like team names logos um Head coaches will probably be named here soon. Like I said, the draft is September 18th. I'm not even sure. I haven't even seen if that's going to be streamed or televised. I'm not really sure how that's going to work. But And then as we get closer to January, I'm hoping we hear something that the league is going to be picked up on, like ESPN or something.
3: Let's hope that the NHL doesn't have some bullshit excuse to not support it either. Yeah. Because they tend to do that a lot, but I'm not going to hold my breath. because Yeah, it's like we're
2: going to support you, but – at the same time, not like we're gonna say that we're going to like we're gonna put in that very little effort to at least put your name in a sentence. <laughs> yeah, but but that's about it. But yeah, hopefully, maybe ESPN will pick it up. Maybe they'll go like uh, you know, the the women's soccer league here, the NWSL. I know they have a big thing with CBS and like Paramount Plus. That could be a way to go. But hopefully, they at least. I mean, they have to. They're a brand new women's league. They took out the phf that was already on espn so if you want to move this league forward right out of the gate and grow women's hockey you have to be on tv in some in some way if they don't get anything done like that 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 they're just taking steps back in my opinion but yeah we'll
3: see how it goes i'm excited uh we can transition to the latter half of the episode here and get into some questions uh actually had a decent amount for first episode back. Um, we, are, we are running a little long here. We kind of knew with uh, being gone for a whole month and a half that this would most likely be the case. But, you know, we'll uh, power through these as fast as possible. And our pal from Hockey365 keeps it simple. What is your guys' favorite season and why?
2: Winter. Yeah, winter. 100%. Winter. Man, I love, like.
1: Winter or fall
2: winter for sure. Just Arizona winters are awesome. They're beautiful. You don't have to worry about snow too much, at least in Phoenix. But, um, I just, I love that I'm not too far from Flagstaff and I can just like,
0: Flagstaff is cool.
2: Yeah, dude. Like just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say, Oh man, I'm like a big snowboarder skier guy. I love, I love that like culture. And I, I like I, I snowboarded before when I was younger and stuff, but nothing like crazy. But I just like being in that element. Like I just, I, I love winter so much. Like just throwing on like a hoodie, and just going up into the mountains and stuff, into the snow, and and hiking through all that stuff is just, it's beautiful. It's a lot better than sitting here sweating like I'm doing right um, now.
1: I'm over summer, dude. Yeah. The other day was so swamp assy. It was, it was <sighs> horrible.
2: Yeah, I'm tired of being
1: swampy.
3: Yeah. Uh, winter winters around here i'm excited for our first one like by the beach and yeah in the inland empire where it's still like 80 degrees even in january but yeah yeah i'm excited for you to enjoy that that should be really nice it uh, only have one window open instead of like all six in my house <laughs> <laughs> So our first question comes from Saeed and he asks more of a comment and interested in thoughts. He goes, for some reason I totally see the ducks offer sheeting Elias Patterson next year. Do you guys Mm -hmm. see it happening?
2: Probably not. No, I don't see it (laughs) happening, but I would love to see it
3: happen. I would love to see it happen, but I don't think it's going to, we We need chaos reasons. It'd be fun, but I wouldn't want to give up the, uh...
1: you got to give
2: up a whole lot for that.
3: I won't want to give up money that's gonna to go to the, the young kids down the line. Yeah, yeah. Gotta be a little greedy with, with that cap space for, for a little <laughs> a little bit longer.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Spencer asks us, when will Lap enter the Crone Zone? He says, P.S. ask Connor and what Jack, does that even if Jack mean? is on about the wild hour-long fantasy football draft last night.
0: When will we enter the Crone Zone? We've been part of it already. October 15th. <laughs>
2: A hey,
4: draft
0: last night yeah it was fun so we had for those who don't know we had a little crash the pond uh discord community fantasy football league last night i'm the commissioner and uh we had our draft last night and it was fun i have the best team of course and none of you should be surprised
1: <laughs> debatable
0: but uh yeah lou drafted three I,
1: I i have the most balanced team
0: lou drafted three chiefs and uh so Fair yeah did uh, things got interesting, but yeah, it was
3: fun. own Tomahawk Chop supporter. I still don't know who the God. fuck Romeo <laughs> Dukes is, but. <laughs> that is us. Damn. I don't think he heard me. Or, he's ignoring me. What?
1: Yeah. What'd you say?
3: <laughs> Said known, known Tomahawk Chop enthusiast, Lou?
1: Dude, that shit's so racist. I wish they'd get rid of that.
2: <laughs> Maybe one day. You know, them, I, I really, I really, in the picked, Braves.
1: I really picked that asshole because I'm trying to reverse jinx him.
2: <laughs>
1: really a, it's really a win win situation for me. Okay. You get so points either, from Mahomes, or he's, he's really sucks ass, ass. And the Chiefs suck, or he's really good, in my team does well. So okay. I can't lose here.
4: There you go.
3: <laughs> Our next one comes from Dalton. He asked Troy Terry will be the blank. Best forward on the Ducks in three years from now.
0: Fourth, third, third, Third three or four. Leo Carlson will be one or two.
2: If all goes well, I'm hoping he's third or fourth. I
3: say top three.
0: I'm holding out hope maybe we we get lucky and we sign like a top free agent. So
3: I'll give him third.
2: Leo will be one of the other two, and then we'll. Because I mean, I'd kind of hope that Carlson, McTavish, and Zegras are ahead of him at some point, but. We'll see. We shall see. Yep.
3: This one's more towards you guys. I'm guessing this is premier league, uh, but Kate asked who's winning the EPL title.
0: Uh, This one's from my boy Garrett, uh, Newcastle.
2: That would be cool. I actually would, I wouldn't hate seeing Newcastle win. Shout
3: out the Garrett. Shout out Gary.
2: I like Newcastle. I was watching their game this uh, past weekend. They got some nice, their green kits are actually really nice. But um, I don't want to say Man City. Um, I'd love it, but Max I don't Beach. see them winning. I don't see them winning a fourth straight Premier Max League Beach. title. I just don't see it. And I definitely don't see Man United, thank God. Maybe they'll get relegated. I don't know. They're looking pretty bad. Their, build, their a real, game.
1: build a team without cheating challenge. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> but yeah, Newcastle will be cool. But if I'm being honest, um, you know. I'm gonna to say Tottenham. I'll go Tottenham.
1: Yeah, um, I'm kind of soured on United lately. Uh, I don't like that they brought back Mason Greenwood very much, uh, and that loss on Saturday was bad. So I'll go uh, Tottenham too, I guess.
2: Yeah, Tottenham. I I think oh, they're. I'll, are... throw,
0: I'll throw a vote in there for Tottenham just because Tottenham was my dad's favorite team. So I'll.
3: Okay, Koi, Coy's.
2: Nice. Coys, <laughs> yeah. They, uh,
3: I'm just gonna say yes because I, I don't know any of these. Tottenham things. just Tottenham <laughs> reminds me a lot of the Toronto Maple Leafs,
2: and I just I, I enjoy watching them and and being an and outsider. Jake Rudolph is a Kois, Kois fan, and so is Kate that asked the question. Um,
4: Newcastle,
0: Newcastle or Tottenham? I'd like to see either of those, either of those two win. Yeah.
3: Tottenham's the team with the rooster on the ball, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. Know, is it a rooster? I've seen yeah. them referred to as the cocks before. So yes, yeah. yep, it's a rooster. Of course, of course, that's what sticks in my mind, you know.
2: But they're they're playing so much, they're so much better without Harry Kane, So Ange ball, baby. They're they're feeling it. They're feeling it. Is it Angie or Ange? I think it's Ange. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Yes. Anyways. <laughs>
3: next one comes from patrick he asks uh paul Korea was ahead of his time with his dedication to his craft and his body if he was born in 1999 instead of 1974 and with modern rules technology equipment etc how good would he be in today's nhl
0: i think he i mean i think he'd be the same if not better i mean you know pat pat yeah. touched on it i mean he was he was ahead of it he was ahead of his time in terms of, you know, taking care of his body, proper nutrition, you know, proper training, proper stuff like that, kept himself really healthy where, you know, in the time he broke into the league, you know, guys were still, you know, for all we know, still gas and beers in the, in the locker room during intermission, you know, he still had some of those dudes that were in, you know, that were that were in the league. Whereas now, you know, it, in all sports, not just in hockey nowadays, guys are just absolutely freak, freak of nature athletes. And just in, in some of the most in shape, Insane shape you could ever imagine. So I think you know I think he'd he'd I think he'd be the same if not maybe even a little bit better. You know the game is a little bit less physical now than the, than it was in the '90s. You know caters a lot more to skill. You know those guys are able to shine a lot more. And you know Paul Kariya had 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 plenty of skill. So mm-hmm. um I'd be I'd I think he'd fit well. I would yeah. put him on. I would put him on the Ducks on
3: the Ducks top line <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I th- I honestly think he'd be better. I I think I really think he would. Especially just with the advances in like protective so equipment and you know everything is meant to be responsive to your body now, mm-hmm. and I think he would be he'd be a lot a lot better.
4: Yeah.
0: I'm using a wood stick and a helmet, nacho helmet for, for
3: <laughs> something yeah. that actually has padding in it. Yeah, yeah. It's meant to prevent concussive brain damage. But nope. Now
2: he's just surfing.
3: But hey, what a life, you know? Yeah.
2: He seems so like he's just. I just feel like he's so zen. He he seems like he's in a good spot, and I I I like that. Hopefully, I'm right, and I, you know, and he actually is because he he and really seems happy, and I I love it.
0: And he's a lot more involved with the ducks now after after you know, intentionally separating himself from the game for 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 over a decade. So that's good to see as well.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: More involved with the team.
3: So, we couldn't come back without a squeak of the week from Ryan.
0: The first one of the new season. Wow.
3: <laughs> and this one's actually a pretty good one. Yeah. It is a good
0: one. And I, I couldn't. This one. So, this will be a. I'm hearing this one for the first time with all you guys.
3: Okay. So, the lead up. The lead up's one of Ryan's better ones. I'll give him that right off the bat. But it is pause, play, rewind the tape, play it again, pop in that old ducks VCR and celebrate a 30th with a glizzy no onion on it damn it and that's in parentheses mind you says but you must let us know what's the what is your favorite random ass moment in ducks history he says "Mm, golf glizzy with mustard i'll be right back hashtag squeak of the week
0: uh this was the 2014 2015 year when when uh briskalov was just like randomly back with the ducks for a little bit oh yeah me and a couple friends, we uh, we waited outside Honda Center when we had like a day off school or something. So like we went outside a Honda Center to try to get some autographs and some pictures with the guys. Um, uh, after uh, after practice, because they were practicing at Honda center that day and. Um, uh, you know, I like we I got a picture with Cam Fowler, you know, I met like Rene Bork. Um, got a picture with Sylph and Hampus and Ricard and all those dudes, but. <laughs> Briz came out at one point and. Um, there was this group of older ladies that were there and you could tell that they were, you know, they were the kind of ladies that are, you know, they're probably at like every every practice trying to get autographs like Briz had looked like he had he was familiar with them and he had recognized them but yeah, he was signing like some cards for them or whatever and and you know, we're standing maybe like 10-15 feet away but we can hear everything he's saying and I don't know how it got to this but all of a sudden he just started talking about Russian politics to them <laughs> And He was just like no, 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 like and he's being very sweet about it. He's like no, no, no. He's like respectfully, I, I don't think a lot of Americans understand. He's like he's like they they don't care about us. And like went <laughs> on the, it was just funny. And then like after ranting, he goes, but it was so nice to see all of you. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was funny. It was like a, it what was the hell. It was a good sixty seconds of him just like very carefully explaining.
3: Yeah, Russian, Russian politics. politics. It was hilarious. Such an interesting guy.
0: So that that was just a random Ducks funny. That's a little bit more of a personal moment, not like a highlight, but
2: yeah, I like, remember
0: that's, that was just always hilarious.
2: I remember going to the Cup anniversary uh, game, and they were doing all those signings outside Honda Center, and we met Briz, and I was trying to get a signature from Solani, so Jenny went and waited. Uh, in line for Briz and the whole time Briz
3: was just asking everyone to go follow his cat on Instagram. <laughs> he was asking that. Cause I was going to say mine was, he was walking around the pen singing my humps. <laughs> and I remember when they had him in Nashville for the 2017 playoffs, I, I've, I've talked about it on the podcast before, But they had like a thing with the sports, uh, the Sporting Tribune, where they had him on their Twitter account. And it was like, oh, ask Briz a question. And so I sent that. I was like, Briz, why were you singing my humps at the cup celebration? And (laughs) there is a video. I will have us. I'll I'll find it tonight and we can link it tomorrow with the tweet (laughs) um, of him answering the question on video. And he nice. just was saying he liked Will Ferrell. Will Farrell's funny, and he likes Blades of Glory, and that's why he was <laughs> singing it. And I was just like, you know what? Uh, yeah, cool, Briz. Nice. <laughs> I mean, if I had to pick, like, one a game, um, I wouldn't say it's a crazy moment, but Ryan will remember this. This was the infamous man-ass game <laughs> that we go. went to where Terry had go. the hat trick against the Flyers um you know in our excitement of everyone jumping up celebrating the hat trick i saw a man's full bare ass because his pants had kind of fallen down a little bit so you know i don't know if it's just that stuck with me because uh you know the moon was out inside the Honda center or or what but we're talking literal crazy ass moments yeah hey there we go
2: that's crazy because this random stranger that doesn't even know like you have his ass ingrained in your brain yeah it's he doesn't even know you're walking around with images of his ass and he doesn't even know that's crazy it's terrible
0: that was fun i was just getting over covid too that was that was a fun day
2: (laughs) (laughs) i you know i saw this uh i saw the squeak of the week earlier and i kept thinking i'm like i can't think of anything for some reason but i guess i would say like the most random thing was the duck's for me, at least, signing Danny Heatley—that still doesn't feel like it was real. Oh, yeah. I
0: Danny Heatley ducks practice jerseys somewhere, like in storage. My really, uncle, my uncle got it for me. Like the next year, like you know, like you know how like the next season they'll they'll still have like random practice jerseys from the season before of like just yeah. The- there's a there were like a couple Danny Heatley ones, and he bought me one, it was the only one left. It was like he it would cost him like 80 bucks, and it's like, yeah, three sizes too big. But he's like, I just thought it was too funny.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> it's like, up in,
0: like up until, I I'll, have, I'll have to pull it out and wear it on the pod sometime this year, yeah. yeah.
3: But, up until the uh, the COVID season, they still had Marcus Pedersen uh, like practice jerseys from the 25th season, so there's oh, like, really? there was like a script jersey. With his name on it, there was a script Montour. Yeah, you know, they're like the ones they'd sign, like autographed to to go on auction and stuff. Yeah. But it was like two years after he got traded, and they were still just chilling in the 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 shop at Honda Center. It was just kind of like <laughs> I remember asking the guys like, are the ones for the traded players discounted? And he's like, no, they're still three hundred. I'm like, yeah, okay, Jesus. I'm not interested. Yeah, that's not worth it.
2: <laughs> but yeah, Danny Heatley for me, that still feels like a fever dream.
3: What about you, Lou? We've been hogging the spotlight here.
1: Uh, I can't think of a actual like happened during a game, but Hillary Knight gave me her, her beer like one time.
2: Oh yeah, that was so that fucking was... random, dude. Like I, I, I think I was with you,
1: Jake like... Jake and in a T hole. I don't know if you know who that is, Tyler. I think his name is. Yeah, the ultimate
0: man uh, or whatever, whatever the fuck is.
1: Yeah. And, <laughs> She she just came up to me and, like, do you want this? I was like, yeah, sure, thank you. So,
2: nice, yeah, a that beer was... from Hillary,
1: oh, mommy, huh? <laughs> uh,
4: but yeah,
2: hey, he oh, said it, not Jesus. us. Yeah, I didn't say it. I didn't, I didn't say of, nothing, didn't come out of his mouth.
1: I, I didn't say nothing,
2: okay. <laughs> I, cool,
3: I know. You said you had some takes to fire us off. So, take us out, bud.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god. As a, as a as as a society, can we please stop celebrating holidays a month before they happen? Like September 1st, we should not be seeing Halloween stuff at like stores and stuff. It's not it's not even fall yet. It's still summer. You know what I mean? Yeah? It is yeah, but get,
0: I'm cool with bringing in fall vibes because, like, I enjoy the heat for a little bit. But I'm at the point of the summer where I'm just tired of it.
1: And I mean, yes, but
0: like, I'm cool with bringing <laughs> in the fall mentality. It kind of wires
1: September me. is still technically summer.
0: It kind of wires me to not think about the heat. So
1: I'm fine. Like, I'm
0: cool with like. I think Christmas is the only holiday where, like, I mean, just because that's like an entire season. Like, so I'm cool with like, like, I've never, I've, <laughs> I've never had a problem with people like doing the whole. You know if if they want to start decorating the week after thanksgiving like that's fine that's never bothered me you know it's just because christmas is like any yeah,
1: after thanksgiving christmas is is an event,
0: time to not it. just like a day you know what i mean yeah so. i start
1: decorating your house in like november 1st you have issues and i don't want to associate yeah, wait that. yeah wait
0: until, wait until wait at
1: least till thanksgiving yeah i think any, or, the, or the week black of thanksgiving
0: friday, if you want to do it on black friday i think i think that's fair game
1: but yeah that's that's okay. perfectly fine
0: that's completely fair game. Yeah, Black Friday is good. You no, know, I love Christmas, and Christmas is my uh, this
2: is my favorite holiday. But uh, same. That and was by tame.
1: the way, how long Lou is this take. Taylor Swift tour?
2: That was tame for Lou. It's... Taylor Swift tour. I couldn't tell you uh,
1: how long what, is what is it was going question? on for.
3: It's back. It's back in like two months, and then probably goes on for another like six or seven after uh, that. My <sighs>
1: I try to mute every. That's my only account. comment. Sorry. <laughs> I try to mute every account talking about Taylor Swift, but they just keep popping up. I'm kind of over that. Shout out Metallica, though.
4: Yeah, can we
0: talk about the M72 tour like we do about Taylor Swift? That'd be, <laughs> that'd be a lot more cool for my timeline, in my opinion. But no, I'm not. I'm not trying to. Sh- Nobody get mad at me. I'm not trying to talk shit. I'm just.
1: Fast forward if you don't want to hear this.
0: Playing around. I'm playing around. <laughs> I, I did have a you're, little FOMO. You're all, you're all okay, I promise. Everybody is.
3: Okay. <laughs> Seeing that the set changes. and some of those and videos, Adam, I, I had some, I had some big FOMO from that show, but I, I wasn't about to pay like four hundred dollars to go see Metallica. <laughs>
2: <sighs> was that all, Lou? Just the holiday thing and yeah, teeth swizzle.
1: Um Alex and James is in Anaheim October third at the House of Blues.
3: I'm really trying to go to that show if I can. Yeah, me too. Well, Never been to that House of Blues. This is definitely a good place to end because we're we're pushing two hours here. But again, expected a, for a let's uh, talk about
0: we
4: mm-hmm. we missed.
3: But uh you know it's it's good to be back. I, I was I was fiend to record. There were some yeah. days there where I was just like Come on, we can talk about something. But it's good. I understand it's it. Good. it. It's it's yeah. good to to refresh and come back. You know, it's healthy,
0: it's healthy to take some time off. Enjoy the summer, you know. Yeah.
3: Been enjoying August, playing. August X is the shittiest again. month.
0: Yeah, August always feels like it just drags on forever. But yeah. Thankfully I went to I went to Mammoth for like a week. So that kind of helps cut it out. But hope uh hope you boys had a good summer. Hope everybody listening had a good summer. And uh yeah, we're we're excited for season two.
2: And welcome back. Um, take us home. As always, as always, follow us everywhere. Um at Late Arrivals Pod on uh, Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, um, YouTube, YouTube, uh YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed to the inside the rink YouTube channel and the late arrivals podcast YouTube channel. Um if you're not following us on Twitch, do that. If you're Are we feeling, live on uh, YouTube
3: right now or just on here?
2: No. Right. I never figured um, that
3: out, but I will I will, um, I will look into that.
2: If you're okay. following us on Twitch already, thank you. If you want to subscribe, you're feeling a little
1: Did we get any subscriptions tonight?
3: Uh Sean re upped and then we also had a yeah, follow him. from uh last one left. So thank you, last one nice. left, for hopping in. I also saw some new faces in the chat, so yeah, nice. We do this every week, eight o'clock. Um yeah. next week's date might change if we are recording next week. Uh I'm seeing ghost on Tuesday, so up in the air, maybe probably a Wednesday recording, you think?
2: Yeah, Wednesday, that sounds good. Thursday, maybe, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good with me.
0: I might have my night class on Wednesday, but maybe, maybe if we could maybe swing Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Well,
2: yeah, yeah, there's no rush really. Um,
0: I'll double check, but you yeah. you all don't need to hear us try to figure out our schedule.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> <Take> <laughs> All right. <laughs> follow us everywhere on socials. Late Arrivals pod. See you next week.
0: Drake May is a ram.
1: Bye. Reader. I mean, Caleb Williams is a reader.
0: You can follow Late Arrivals on both Twitter and Instagram at Late Arrivals pod. If you feel so inclined, leaving a review and rating wherever you get your podcasts is a great way to show your support and is much appreciated.
4: Take care.